Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Recap. This is episode 116. Alex, don't laugh at me. I am I'm doing this happy, out of the goodness I'm of my heart. That we ha- like, I'm happy that, that the, the beginning to the podcast happened so organically. Like, we didn't have to even try to get that. You just, like, did it one right. day. Or, like, did it a couple episodes in a row, and then we just stuck with that. Like, that's... That's magic, if you ask me. It really is. And I want to say it's because we don't record like a generic intro to the podcast. It's just music. And then we say hello. So I think that it makes it. I haven't, I don't think I've said this, but I do enjoy that you have like the same beginning track. Have you been, you've been doing that right for like a while. Yeah. It's been probably about 40 or 50 episodes at this point. Okay. Yeah. Like that's, it's, it's for the best. It's honestly uh, shout out to. Uh, the guy that made that song and put it up on the internet for free. Uh, his name is Eddie something. And Eddie, if you're out there, thank you. Right. Thanks for, um, I found it on some free music up. site. And if you don't make money off of it, you can keep using it for free. So Ro- royalty free music. That's where it's at. Oh, it's that's the best. Where it's it's the best. They use it on YouTube all the time. We are, <laughs> we are up there with the greats. Um, I still want you to record something. Like how hard is it to get your fucking bass out and do a fucking riff? Like, come on, Nick. I mean, it's not, but it's also really tough to write something coherent. So I'm going to say this. You used to write songs all the time. I don't want to hear this. Wait, have we talked about this before on the podcast? We have to have. Yes, definitely. I'm going to plug your band. I'm going to plug your band right now. Free plug party. Um, Everyone look up Embers to Ashes. Nick's, um, they're on hiatus right now. Um, They are on Spotify still, I believe, right? Yes. Yes, we are. Okay. Still on Spotify. Um, it's a metal band. I, you know, I think your music is good. The lyrics I can never really hear, and I don't generally um, uh, relate to metal metal lyrics. I feel like it's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, dark imagery and gothic underto- undertones and overtones. I'm sure you. I'm sure you could send me a list of songs that you'd be like, okay, no, like listen to this, like it's like normal everyday stuff, just like in metal format. But <laughs> this is true. Yeah, that's. I don't know. Like, I'm probably you know I don't know enough about the genre, but um, right. But we're but also yeah, not uh, like we're also not like pop punk ballads or you know singing about girls leaving us and and stuff like that. Like it's it's very um, I would say derived from mythology. Yeah. Is yeah, what it would what, come out as. That, yeah. um, I don't like know. Mytho- yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot out there that is different than our subject matter. But I think a lot of our lyrics and a lot of our storytelling is based around internal struggle and externalizing it. And sure. that's just because I wrote some of the lyrics. And I think that a lot of that just kind of came out of me as an organic way of expressing a need to express something as stupid as that sounds in a sentence. That's kind of what I was going for. You know, like, (laughs) do you still write? Uh, not really. No. Um, I write like keep a, did you keep like a, like a, like a lyric journal? Yes. Did you just like, did you write like journal entries or was it just like when something came into your mind, it was just like a jot a note down. So back in my high school days, I was introduced to the idea of a moleskin notebook. Ah, uh, right. I love my moleskin. It's and the best. I don't even use it, but I just love to look at it. It's so pretty. <laughs> so I filled up probably four of those with 
Wow. Notes. Which one? What size? Uh, the, the like real tiny ones? No, no, Those no. Those real they tiny were, ones are so cute. They're like, <laughs> it, it was probably like six by nine or six by eight, whatever the, the yeah. dimensions oh, yeah. are. Yeah, really? Yeah. Damn, those things are big. That's the one I have. Holy now, shit. I will say some of that were like notes to my college girlfriends and like weird stuff like that. But ew. Uh, <laughs> this was back before text messaging, dude. Do you still, ew. Yeah, Gross. right? Don't even what think does about that mean? it. Like, exactly. What? That's how old I am, okay? Uh, <laughs> oh, he's an old. Everyone. I am an old. I got out of bed this morning slowly. That's how old I am. <laughs> uh, but- you wake up. It reminds me of the SpongeBob episode where Mr. Krabs is like getting old, and Pearl's like, "It's time for the pill." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I hate the pill. It's like bigger than he is, and he has to swallow it." <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so- you are an old, but it's okay. You, you, Nick is officially coming out as an old. Yes, Which, thank you. I don't this know is... if anyone knew this. Most of you, I'm sure, haven't seen us in real life. We don't post pictures of ourselves <laughs> on the Instagram, on the on the story every once in a while, but yes, rarely. Honestly, we should probably post more of ourselves. We should, and I feel um, like that's that is one thing I think is lacking in uh, craft beer, the craft beer community. Show us your face. Don't be, don't be, don't be. Everyone's a nerd. Everyone looks, everyone looks busted. You know, in some way or another. Right. Show us exactly. Your face. I have a Nick has a lazy as fuck eye. I kind of have a I kind of have a slight lazy eye. I feel like lighting. I feel like my beard game has gotten a little better, but I, I still have like a soft know, jawline, which is you need to know how to how to how to cut it back because it gets real scraggly. But if you keep it like at a good length, I think my length right now is pretty solid. I, I might be a little even good. even it's a little good, yeah. short, you know. But I think that's good. Anything more than that, I, I like the queer eye guys. If they can't, they'd be like. You gotta, you know, you gotta keep it clean. <laughs> so anyway, back to my moleskin. Uh, the uh, that just sounds dirty to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ew, gross. <laughs> All right. So yeah, basically, when I was writing a lot, I would ba- I would just put down whatever popped into my head. So I have probably pages upon pages of two lines that are somewhat related, and then two more lines that have nothing to do with the lines in front of it. And so I would just write out whatever was in my mind. And it was one of those things that was very expressive for me. It was something that I could, you know, get out of my system by putting onto paper. And so that's, yeah. Yeah. that's really what, like there were a few of those two liners or four liners that mm-hmm. came to be entire musical pieces. And yeah. it was just like one of those things where like uh, Josh and I would sit down across the bar and, bounce ideas off each other and just say mm-hmm. word like basically like uh like a call and response uh you know um what am i what do i mean uh word association type of thing oh sure 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 right where we where i would just read the line or i would sing the line the way that i heard it and he would come back with something or you know he would say oh wait no i got a perfect you know phrase for that or you know he'd write it down and then we'd go back and forth like that and it was really super um cathartic to, to really just yeah. like ex- express yourself in that way. Yeah. And it's, I've always found the um, songwriting process so interesting because I think it happens so differently for a lot of people. And that is just something I will never have. Like I, I don't have like a mind for poetry or like things that sound good. If anyone's ever listened to me talk on this podcast. Um, but yeah, like I, even for like, even for us normies, it's like, you know, just getting thoughts down on paper. I think have it, have it out of your brain and in, in reality. Yeah. And I think a lot of people find that in Facebook and Twitter and and stuff like that. 
where you're just putting these ideas out there. Like you see a lot of people on Instagram posting like song lyrics or maybe yeah. something they wrote under their, like as a caption to a photo of a, of a rock or, you know, sure. of, a, of the water or something, mm-hmm. you know, of a, of a pebble. <laughs> yeah. Of a painted. I'm not. I'm not bashing anybody by saying this, but no. I mean, it. You know. But the other thing is, I've I've had the the ability to to learn from people who are in the industry to make money at making music, which is super weird to say. Like Mm -hmm. when I went to the recording workshop in Ohio, um, one of the teachers there actually worked with Beyonce after I was taught by him. Like Mm. this dude. This dude was insane, though. Like he would have a beat just playing in the studio and then he'd throw in some keys. He would like, he was just a super talented guy and he would just vibe on whatever was going on. And we had this one girl in our class who could sing her ass off, right? Like all of us were somewhat musically inclined, Mm -hmm. but this girl just had a voice that was like, she, she just had this expression when she sang and he was like, okay, I need to write a song for you. And he wrote this whole song in like eight minutes during a lesson and was like, okay, go sing these words. Like it was just mind blowing. And it's, it's a, it's a real talent. It is. Yeah. You can actually have raw talent like that though. That's what, and you don't, you don't see that everywhere. No, you don't. All right. I think we've wasted enough time on uh, Nick reminiscing about music. (laughs) No, listen, Hey, this is, this is our safe space. This is our podcast. It's no one else's podcast. We're allowed to do what we want. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Honestly, we could, we could, we could have a, a 10 minute episode and Trevor would tune in every single day. <laughs> he would, he would do it. And he does that for us because he likes us and we so, love him. So I do want to talk about this past week. I'm sorry. I don't mean to transition so roughly. Yeah. But wow. That was a great transition. The, Go ahead. Uh, so one thing that I get, I need to blast out into the universe is how incredible Zach is from Shubro. Yes, absolutely. So those guys recently opened General Shoes. We talked about this last week. Sarah and I went out there and visited, and I got a message, like, what was it, Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon from the General Shoes Instagram account from Zach saying, thank you guys so much for talking about us, for bringing up that your experience and how good of a time you had and all that. And it's the little things like that from an owner of a business, right? Like these guys are small businesses. They're out there grinding every day. They're working 17 hour days, having two kids, you know, getting them off to school and then going to the business and working all day, picking them up from school, teaching them to like our podcast. Right. Yeah. They're throwing in a, a a schlub podcast from the middle of nowhere. It doesn't even make sense. Wait, was that the, was that the drunk one that he listened to? Yeah. Or was that the one before that? No, it was the drunk one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Cause that was the one that we talked about. Uh, we talked about general shoes. Oh my God. And God bless him. (laughs) It was, uh, hold on, hold on. Yes. Yeah, I did. I I did say it. Okay. So I did mention them in the comments. I didn't actually mention them like at mention them, but I did say the word general shoes. So I don't know if he was just searching for it and, or it popped up or like whatever. I know they follow us and I know that Zach is, a super genuine dude who I actually believe would listen to our podcast. And like, we've met Erica, his wife a couple of times at Shubaru, right? Yes. And yes. they're lovely people, lovely. nicest people in the they're world. They're so great. They oh have a fantastic Literally, I will business. never, we went there when 
every bar was closed in, or no, this was like the weird transition period where like they were shutting bars down, but then they were were like, oh, like you have to have food, blah, blah, blah. But like they're in Butler. So like they weren't doing the same thing as Allegheny County. And we went, oh my fucking God, their food is unreal. It's unreal. Like it has no business being as good as it is. Like I wish I could go there every single day. Right. I had a bond me with like, pork shoulder it's like it's insanely gourmet like it's so unexpected but it's still that approachable have... that's i it think is. that's oh, the, yeah, the thing no, is no, they, no, yeah. they make it like a like a hearty like home style where you feel like you're sitting in you know mama's kitchen type of thing like <laughs> you know what i mean though like it's it's Mama. one of those like you're going home after living you know halfway across the country for six months and you're getting your first home-cooked meal and they just bring out like piles of food and oh. everything is just and the gourmet so, I, and the people are so nice too. The guy right? we had was like, was so kind and helpful and it's just, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the water is. I, I don't know what's in the water up in Butler, but there's some good people up there. Yeah. Yeah. It's for sure. For uh, like for nothing else, but to plug them a little bit more. If you're um, ever yeah. looking for uh place to just get some great fried chicken or some crazy good like corned beef hash or even general shoes now with the Chinese food. Oh my God. Their brunch. I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking about their brunch. I'm still thinking about the banh mi. Yeah. Oh my God. Their brunch is insane. I've eaten there. I think I've eaten there maybe three times, maybe twice. And I, Oh my God, I can't wait to go back. I can't wait. But also when go. they're doing like their out, outdoor events, they're bringing in the local food trucks. They're, they're making tacos for everybody. <clears throat> they're making tacos for everybody. And it's like, it's just Nick, a just party clear your throat. You don't need to be a hero. I'm sorry. You don't need to be, you don't need to power through. You can clear You can take a second to clear your throat. <laughs> no one's going to blame you. I can edit it out. <laughs> you can, you have that power. So, they're, yeah, and it just it, it's insane. It like, and I know how many we say this every single time. Like anyone comments on anything that we do, but like it it never gets old, and it's it's just so flattering every single time. And and we just we we just really enjoy these places, and we love to talk about them, and we love to we love to support local. We really do. Yeah, even if it's not super local. Um, yeah, I mean, it's I will, local enough. So Sarah and I have been planning to go back to General Shoes for two weeks now since we've been there. And so we're going up tomorrow night to take out food. Mm. So they did adjust their hours. So they're only open for dinner. Now I do want to shout that out. If you're looking to go order ahead because the place gets insane and they will let you do like an, uh, Oh, I want to pick it up at seven o'clock. It's 4 PM type of thing. So make sure that that you're getting your order in. That's key because they do sell out. They have sold out. I don't know if it's better now because they've been open for almost two weeks, but I, I guarantee it hasn't. Been. No, no. I'm and sure I mean, where they've been selling out every day. And I heard somebody like I overheard somebody talking about the place. And one of the things they said is like the, the closest, like even Chinese food place is uh, Chen's in Cranberry, literally like 20 minutes away. <laughs> so it's one of those things where you have to really plan your day ahead. But if you can get in and get their food, even if you don't sit down and eat or, you know, have a couple of beers while you're there or whatever, it's worth the trip. Definitely. So again, huge endorsement for general shoes. Um, the other thing 
from this week that I wanted to talk about. Just a quick shout out here. I don't know when this is coming, but uh, Fueled by Hops is revamping their podcast. I was on episode two on Monday with Ryan and Scottro. Uh, it was honestly a blast. I love hanging out subtle, with Ryan. Uh, <laughs> uh, just a subtle name drop. <laughs> no, I, I, all I wanted to Scott, do was DJ just let you Scott know that, Rowe, yes. formerly of uh, 96.1 Kiss fame. Um, yes. I would have loved to be on it. And I am so mad that you go on these things and you don't even tell me. I'm just sorry. I, I, I did. One podcast a week is enough. One podcast a week is enough. It's so. true. But if, uh, if nothing else, uh, Ryan did say he's going to say he's going to try to get us on as like regular guests or, you know, some sort of like pop in every once in a while type of thing. So we'll definitely be you can, revisiting you're, you're, that. You can be his, you can be his co his like sort of co-host. I listen to a couple of podcasts where people are on for like the first 20 minutes and then like the next part they're not on. That's great. That's lovely. Right. I'm glad that he likes to have you on, but they had a very chill vibe. It's, it's definitely a lot different than Ryan's overly structured interviews, uh, from the behind the hops podcast. So definitely go into this one with a little bit of an open mind. Um, I think that we talked a lot about, we, we kept it very beer centric, but it was also a lot of us just kind of joking around with each other and, and kind of, just having a general conversation. So, Oh, so they're coming for our gig. Yeah. That's the thing. We have to, we have to get better. I'm so mad. Ryan, Ryan, listen, this is our podcast niche. This, uh, we are the dumb, we are the dumb idiots that just babble on about literally nothing for 45 minutes. Don't come for me. (laughs) I understand you can't do interviews right now, but you got to get your own thing no right. so they he did end the uh the he needs to come back on we need to do one with him yes. this would be so easy for us to page him in absolutely so the uh the other remember thing he we did went, remember when we went on we went we went on his podcast and just completely hijacked it and it was so bad <laughs> that episode was hilarious though that was insane that was it was, it was truly so bonkers. good it was truly bonkers <laughs> but no i, I really like, want to give a shout care. out I was like i don't even care like i don't even care at this point <laughs> I loved his mics. I'm like, I'm honestly, um, like half tempted to get like a handheld mic so I can like lay down in bed while I do this or like lay on the couch. Cause this whole sitting up, like I don't have like places I can do what you do like at your bar. Like I don't have a bar. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So I, I might have to get one of those, but anyway, continue. So the, uh, the real reason I brought it up is I want to give a shout out to Ryan for inviting me on number one and number two, he is doing some insane things with fueled by hops right now. Like they're, they're ramping up their store. They're ramping up a retail space. They are like, he is making this his life and they have some great designs in their shop right now. They have the, uh, I don't know if you saw, but they made a, uh, t-shirt with Dr. Evil on it. That it has him doing the quotation marks and it says empty collectibles. I, I laughed fucking out loud when I saw it. Like I was just like scrolling Facebook and then all of a sudden I was just like, this is ridiculous. Like it was like, they're really doing some cool designs and he's dropping, like he's got the Tupac glass. He's got the biggie glass. They have all the, um, the Chappelle show glasses and stuff like that. Like he's really, really making a name for his merch. And I just really feel like, just being friends with him makes us better craft beer drinkers. Cooler. You know? Cooler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it gives us a little bit more street cred because right. he's, he in his short time as a podcast host has interviewed what, like 25 brewers and yeah. we've interviewed like two <laughs> maybe true. Although that's going to change. 
We're gonna. I'm gonna. That's gonna change. I'm gonna put it out there into the the universe right now. So we are in talks to have a podcast with Marinos out in Greensburg in the next week or two. Can't, can't wait. Um, the other thing is, uh, so Dancing Gnome, Katie is a little bit behind the scenes, but she is one of the brewers there. We are going to schedule a time within the next month or so to sit down with her at Dancing Gnome, hopefully, or maybe just you know on FaceTime, whatever, whatever works because there are weird times that we're living in and we need to adjust and adapt and overcome. But the thing is we're going to have guests on coming up here. If you want to be a guest, I'm going to say this every episode until I die. Message us, send a DM, post on our Facebook, uh, post on our Instagram, uh, respond to a story, whatever you can possibly do to get in contact with us. We want to have you on as any sort of influence in the craft beer industry, or if you don't have influence and you want some more than what you have uh, now. How, guys, we, we say this every, how many, I, I'm sure we've said this at least half the time. Like if anyone wants to come on this podcast for any reason, right? If you don't like craft beer and you want to talk about it, how much you hate it, like, come on. We just want you to know that it is so hard to come up with content. This is and absolutely anyone new that we can talk to is good for it. Is good for it all. Absolute open forum. We will talk about whatever. If you want to come Anything. on here and talk about how to Nick, process Nick shit water. Nick, lit- Nick literally asked me before the podcast what I wanted to talk about, and I said Craigslist. That's that's the preparation we do for this podcast. We we are willing to listen to you. Yes, unless you're unless you're okay. Well, don't get don't get political. That's the only thing I want to say. Yeah, this no. is a beer centric podcast, right? Um, Anything about alcohol, really, we're good with. We're cool. Yeah. I still think we do. We still need to do. There's a. God, how many times do we put out ideas and we're like, we're going to do this? This is going to happen. And we're like, no, we didn't do that. No, no, no. This is is what happens when you don't prep anything and you just sit in front of your computer and scream into a mic. Oh, honestly. Yeah. This is. We're just making shit up as we go. Um, (laughs) Um, No, that's cool. No, um, Ryan, I really want to be on this podcast. Uh, I would love that. I mean, we I have been, but like, I want us to be the feature guests. I don't want to be sidekicks. I want him to interview us. Yeah, no, I definitely, I think that that will happen for sure. We'll make sure that that happens. I'll talk to him about it. We'll get, uh, we'll get everybody on board and uh, we'll make it, we'll make it uh, work. We'll so, make it work. Yes. Like, um, um, so you had suggested that we, you know, get some, get some normalcy back in this podcast. Cause it's been, uh, it's a little bit, uh, it's been a bit weird over the last few months. I don't know if you, you guys out there have been feeling this, but the whole world kind of seems like it's in disarray. Um, and it just, it feels like it's been a little bit hectic and crazy and we want to get back to roots. So we want to bring back. I guess, I don't know. This is kind of like a recurring segment. I don't know how long it's been since we actually like commented on what we've been drinking. I feel like I haven't really been drinking as much on the podcast as I normally do. We've been doing it on off days, so I can't really be drinking on a school night, you know? Right. But anyway, so we're just going to talk a little bit about what we're drinking and, uh, just you know, just have like an open forum, open discussion, see how we're feeling about it. So on my way back from work, it was a long ass day. It's been a long ass week, even though it's, I've I was off Monday, so it's only been three days. Um, I stopped and I was between Goblin Folk at Dancing Gnome and Painter Pigment, which are both IPAs, I believe. Yes. Um, and I, for some reason, like I feel like I remember not liking Goblin Folk like ever. Anytime they've ever done it, 
it's, I don't know if it was like too like harsh or something. There was some off flavor. I can like think of it in my mind anyway. So I chose painter pigment and, uh, it's a 7% IPA with strata and citra. And let me tell you, this shit goes hard. This shit is so good. Have you had it? Did you have it, Nick? Um, I haven't had this iteration, but painter pigment is always one that I I, I kind of stray towards. It's just so smooth. It's so smooth. And I'm like, I I love Citra, and I don't know how often I have Strata. Um, I don't know. It It doesn't seem like it's that common, or I don't, or even if I do read the hops, like I don't see it that often. Do you have a Do you have another Do you have an opinion? I actually really enjoy Strata. But I think that it's because it's more of a rarity to see it. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because then you don't get burned out on it. Like some of the other more regular, like galaxy and mosaic. Yeah. Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hard hitters of the, uh, the, I, you know, one that I always say, I like that. I don't know. I need to do like a, like a three, four beer, like side by side is Nelson. Oh. I feel like I always enjoy it, but then I'm like, wait, do I? Cause like I never, I, you know, I don't pay attention flavor wise. So, but no, this is one I think that I generally do like, and I'm very happy with my choice. Um, it does not taste it. It's dan- This is a dangerous 7% beer. That's for sure. <laughs> I could down a f- I could down this four pack tonight. I won't because I have to work tomorrow, but I could if I wanted to. Yeah, it's one of those things that like it's just very smooth. It's just so smooth. God. And what was I what did we have over the weekend? Um we had uh nothing was the same. Yes. So I had that for the first time. Um dad had some, I was over there. And he said it was bitey. That one was smooth as hell. Yeah, I don't I, I don't didn't know get the what bitiness he was talking all. about. I tore through two of those and I was like, that was probably a mistake and surprise. It was, uh, the next day, but that and this, uh, like just going down so easy. Like I'm, I've been so happy with my choices at dancing numbers recently. So yeah, so that's, that's about all I have to say about it. Um, I do love, I do love a Citra moment and, uh, that Strata is really, really delicious. So, um, what are you, what are you sip, sip, sipping on there? Well, guy? so I, I started with Avum, which is, a- I also thought about getting that. I also thought, so Avum to me is like their, Go to super light, super crisp, easy drinker. It's a petite IPA. It's like four, four point, four point six or four point eight percent or something like that. So, not something that's going to crush you out. Four point two, actually. Oh, four point two. So, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's why. Because I was like, do I spend sixteen and get a four point two beer, or do I spend sixteen and get a seven percent beer? Obviously, I went with the higher alcohol because I am my father's son. <laughs> anyway yeah I, so sarah really likes avum and it's one of those things where i will drink it just because i like a good breakup between like the sour beers the the 15 percent stouts you know all that stuff 
Because, I mean, I can drink a 15% stout any night of the week and be pleased with it. <laughs> what? You, what's the... F- I mean... What's so funny? <laughs> that, you know, as we know, as we know to be true, stout... Say it with me. It's, it's always, always season. season. Yes. Yeah, we got to work on that. <laughs> right. We did it perfectly um, last week when we were drunk. You do love... So... <laughs> did we? Did yeah. we really... See, I don't even. Ugh, there's too many, too many of these podcasts. I just don't remember. No, no, no. It, or another. It was, it was funny because it was like in the first ten seconds of the podcast. Because oh, I was so like, we so we're talking we about overboard. So we're we talking about overboard. beer. Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the uh, so stout. It's always season, right? And at this point, sour. It's always season. Um, Double IPA, it's always season. Triple IPA, it's always season. Whatever, whatever you're drinking, it's always season for it. It's always season. There are some it's, beers. It's always beer season. Beer, it's always season. Beer, it's always season. Yes. Uh, so Avum is one that I love to go back to because it gives you that like dancing gnome IPA vibe, but it's like half the percent, you know, as far as alcohol mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. So. That's bringing me back to my long lost love, Ghost City. Oh, R.I.P. Ghost um, City. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, uh, flew too close to the sun. Uh, it really did. Yeah. They, they, they captured lightning in a bottle, or in this case, a 16 ounce aluminum can. Or what is it? Is it aluminum? Yeah. Is this can made of aluminum? Yes. Yes, it is. is. What is metal? You're a goddamn what scientist. Are chemi- what are chemicals? <laughs> I don't know. All right. So, no. So Avum is again, it's a, it's a well-rounded low ABV beer. And I think that's something that dancing gnome is really known for. And so they have to be, they have to be spot on with it every time. And I feel like this is one of those beers that never fell off in the great dancing gnome falling off of 2017 or 2018, whenever it was. But the, uh, the core beer, itself is just super awesome after that i moved on to a four points beer that i've never had before called unbranded and it's made with trident hops literally have never heard of this hop before i'm yeah that's uh that's a new one for me as well their stuff is so good oh my god oh they're absolutely i had one that um my friend christina brought me um because she didn't like it and it was double ipa and i was like what is wrong with it? Are you a moron? Right? No, if, I'm, I'm kidding. If they were, if they were in Pittsburgh, I'm telling her you said that. If they were in Pittsburgh, they would. I think they'd be rivaling uh, Dancing Gnome as my as my top. <laughs> and I would have no. I have no qualms saying that they're rivaling it. They're. I mean, not not like it's not going to be the top, but like they're they're coming for Dancing Gnome's gig for sure. Well, but the thing is, everything that they put out is so damn good. It's so the, good. The sours, the IPAs, the the traditional, like, the lagers, and, like, that kind of stuff. Like, they do a really good job of making beer. And I can't really say that about a lot of other places. And so this one is interesting to me because it has a lot more body than I was expecting for 7%. But it's not. So it's just a. It's a single. So it's just a single. Yes. Yes. It is an IPA. Let me read the uh, description off the can here because I have it sitting here. 
made using two-row wheat and trident hops with notes of citrus and bold tropical fruits. Um, so that's one thing. Now that, you, now that you're reading it off the can, that's one thing I I always want Dancing Gnome. There, there's so much room on their cans. I need like a, I need a, descri- I need a little bit of a description. At least just the hops. Like, I, I don't know. I want to ask, I want to ask them why they don't do that. And I feel like whenever we have uh, someone from there on again, whenever that may be, um, I want to ask the question. We'll bring wanna, it up. I want to, for sure. I want to broach the question. I do. So the thing anyway. is, I will say their, their information is very uh, transparent and they, they put a lot of work into their email every week. And you can really discern a lot about the beer just from reading the email. So they are, they're very good at, at their, their social media, um, like descriptions and like, uh, like whenever they put out that first email, I'm still in awe. Like how detailed their first email about the garden was. I was like, oh, I get it. Like I get every single thing that's happening. Because I will say this is weird. This is weird to bring up, but it's fine. This is our podcast. I don't give a fuck. But like I've I've been having to like tell someone at work what to do and like give them stuff to do, and it's very hard to give people instructions as I've learned. Because there's always, like, something you miss. Like, there's always, like, one thing you don't think about that you needed to give them. So I give them mad props for being able to get, like, everything across in one email. Because you can tell that it took a lot of thought. Yes. Um, but, yeah, they, they are good at, they're good at social media. But, again, it's like, if someone hands you a beer, like, at a, um, like at a party, you, uh, you, sure, I can pull up, you know, uh, uh, untapped, but you know, it's a party. I'm not trying to, you know, I want to know what's in it, but at, at the same time, I don't give a fuck what's in it. You're, if it's good, I'm going to drink it no matter what, you're, but also be, if it's good, like if I like it or not, like that's, that's the only thing I really care about. But anyway, uh, what I was saying is you're going to the wrong kind of parties. If, if nobody is on untapped. Okay. Um, <laughs> early, <laughs> early title for this episode is Alex and Nick are drunk part two. Yes. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I, this is literally, I'm only, I'm literally like a beer and like a quarter in and I, I, I don't know. It's been a long day. I feel like I'm, I'm maybe playing this up a little bit, but you know, I'm not slurring my words and you're not falling asleep. So that's a good Alex point. And yeah. li- Alex and Nick are a little less drunk, a little less <laughs> drunk. Yes. Uh, so <clears throat> moving on from the beers that we're drinking, anything, uh, to the beers that we drank. Yes. Yeah. Um, anything yeah, that you, so you let's had talk this about, week. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to, I was in Erie for f- like four days. Um, the Ohio side. So I was in Ohio, which, you know, Ohio has some things that you can't get here. Uh, one of the bars in the little small town that we were in, Conneaut, Ohio, not Conneaut Lake, Pennsylvania, Conneaut, Ohio. Very confusing. I've, I've learned. Yes. Uh, it for is. a lot of people. <laughs> because why, why are they so close and why are they named the same thing? Um, I don't know who who Mr. Con- or Mr. or Mrs. Conyot is, but <laughs> they need to they need to pick and choose. Seriously, um, just but there the was, divorce so is over. Wanna, like split them seriously, up. Seriously, honestly, yeah. So <laughs> there was a prenup. Um, so I went to Sparky. There's a place called Sparky's Place up in Conyot, Ohio. Which honestly, shout out best 
uh, fried pickles I've ever had. Sounds divey as fuck. Sounds divey as fuck. It was, it was like kind of like a crap, like, I don't know. It was the weirdest, the weirdest little town ever. Like, I swear, 10 people lived in the town. We didn't see anyone the entire time. It was so weird. But, but the food at this place was delicious and they had like a bunch of craft beer options. Anyway, so I was able to locate the, um, the elusive, at least in Pennsylvania, Jackio's. So I, uh, picked up, I went in and was like, Hey, do you guys have Jackio's? And they were like, yeah, so we have this one like IPA and I was like, can I have three, four packs? And they go, um, we only have enough for one. And I was like, okay, fine. Give me the one. But like was, was pretty disappointed that I couldn't get my three. Cause like I, there has to be a stock in the back. I don't know. But it seems like they have a lot of good options. So, um, so I got uh, Jackio's under a cloud or under over a cloud. I don't even know something like that. But we had it together. Yes, um, with our father, and I thought it was kind of weird. It wasn't like uh, my favorite. I I have an issue with twelve ounce cans from a craft craft brewery because I feel like that's such a like big name like thing to do like give me a 16 like just give me the 16 you're not that big you're not that cool give me the 16 jackios has always done 12 ounce cans it's like that's just you just it's just how it goes go through so many more it's just it's such a hassle for me um this these are the problems i deal with daily so we had that and then i also went to masthead not mass i didn't go to masthead but i got the the local grocery store sold masthead and um jake and i when we went to cleveland i think it's coming up on like two years maybe that sounds about right i think it might be three actually it might be coming up on three which is so crazy but um we went to go visit some friends and we stopped at masthead i really liked it because it's one of those like large open it kind of puts you in the mind of like hitchhiker if Hitchhiker was, like, four times bigger. Like, it's just, like, a massive warehouse and, like, the same kind of vibe as Hitchhiker with the concrete bar and the metal stools and everything like that. Super cool place. I don't know how, like, well-respected they are, but they had an IPA. It was more of, like, a like an American IPA, so, like, pretty hoppy, not, like, super hazy, anything like that. Um, I do I do really enjoy those from time to time. Um, and then there was one other one I had from Cleveland that was in 12 ounce cans. I got a six pack of, I can't remember what it was called. Um, but it was also another one of those like American IPAs. Um, so, you know, like it, it's good to get like a variety of things that you don't normally get. And it's only like two hours away. Um, I really do want to go to Columbus and like explore the beer scene out there. Um, and also back to Cleveland. Cause I really enjoyed when we went Cleveland to Cleveland and, and kind of did our like brewery hopping tour. Uh, so that was, yeah, that was kind of my like extended weekend, uh, trip also had some, uh, PBR seltzer, Ooh. which was admittedly pretty gross, but was also 8% and was super cheap in Ohio. So I can't complain too much. So yeah, so that was like, uh, that was my, that was my, uh, little, little weekend getaway. What did you think of the. So I know you and Dad both liked the the Jackio's beer that I brought back. Yes, I so 
it felt to me like it was very Jackie O's. Um, so I have a little bit more experience with them be- because I lived in Ohio. I had their stuff regularly because it was at grocery stores. You know, you could pick it up anywhere. And their uh, their flavor profile is very specific. I feel like they have that kind of, this is the brewery and you're drinking that beer. Like, you're, you're, you, you know you what think- I mean? Do you think, because that's it's kind of the same thing with dancing. I'm like, do you think it's like the the house yeast that they use or something like that? It has to be, right? I, it, it could be any number of factors. Honestly, I think that they use a little bit more wheat than grain Okay, in sure. their brews. That actually, that it, yeah, if you would have told me that when I had that beer, I probably would have been like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and that's, I think, why it has the aroma that it has. I think that... When you drink a Jackio's beer, you know you're drinking a Jackio's beer because it has that profile. It has the blend of what they're using in the mash and their hop profile. So I don't know that it's necessarily just yeast. Like yeast makes the beer, obviously. But it's one of those things that everybody has their style and everybody has their kind of build to what they want their beer to be. And it makes it so there is a definitive taste to a Jackio's IPA. And like uh, one of my favorites, Mystic Mama, uh, yeah, Mystic Mama is one of their best, just, you know, casual drinker, like have it all the time. I would, I would gladly carry a six pack of that in my fridge at any point just to be able to crack one and sit there and watch a baseball game or blah, blah, you know, whatever it is. Like, they have this approachable profile that maybe isn't the most exciting beer in the world, but it's sure. very yeah. good. You know what yeah. I mean? You could, you can go to it time and time again. So I, if you don't mind me kind of hijacking this conversation for, for a little, not at all. Um, not, not me talking. I want to ask you a question. We can get back to this. It's, it's kind of related. Okay. So, I'm thinking, as you're saying this, like, oh, I would have like a six pack in the fridge. Do you think that because we got so invested in craft beer culture that we are now cursed to not have a beer that we would keep consistently, that we know is good, that we're always looking for something better or different? I want your thoughts on this topic. Do you think that it, do do you find, do you ever find it frustrating that you can't? And I think I already know what you're going to say, but I just want to hear you say it. Um, Like, like for me, it's like, God, I wish I could just pick one. Like it's, 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 it's a lot for me to go somewhere and like find something or like pick something new. Like decision-making is not my strong suit. That's for sure. Um, but I just want to hear your thoughts. Like, do you ever wish that there was like one thing that you could go to consistently? Or is there, is there something that you go to consistently? So this is a lot to process all at once. It's a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot. We, this is like a whole podcast that we should let's, let's like maybe tease our answers and then we can, uh, we can like dive deep in another podcast here. I think this is something that I would love to talk to Ryan about. Cause I feel like he would have a really good answer or like, um, he, it would be, it would be like a good conversation to have with him. So maybe, maybe just a little like bare bones, 
uh, give me like a yes or no. Like, yes, I do sometimes wish that I could pick one beer or no, I just like the thrill of the chase. All right. So I am going to take the absolute middle road here. Um, and this is just because my fridge consists of one beer from each four pack because I have friends that are also chasing everything, right? So we want to try every new beer and yes, I'm excited to check it in on untapped. Okay. That's, that's just how it goes. Like I like the idea of having a lot of individual check-ins for beers, but my other side of that is there's not a whole lot that I can say for not having a consistent, like your favorite beer, because all beer is beer to me. You know, I want to try everything. I want to, I want to experience what's, what's the best from this brewery, even if it's a different fruit in their sour from the last time they did it or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. But at the same time, would I have a case of Lustra just chilling and drink that for the rest of my life? Hell yeah. You know? Okay, sure. So, so there's, there's a point to be said about the casual, like, Oh, I'm having a party. I'm going to get a case of this beer. I'm going to share it with my friends and everybody's going to enjoy it. And then there's also the side of me that's like, Oh damn, four points just dropped their new double fruition, uh, passion yeah. fruit and I need it, sure. but I don't need yeah. a four pack of it because I don't really need all that much sour. So, so I think that this is, I think that was a good answer for, um, just like a little tease to this. Cause I do, I, now that I'm thinking about it, like this is a great topic and I want to get into this a little bit more. So I'm going to give you that for now. Um, there's another question I'm going to pose. I don't want you to answer it. Okay. Um, and we are going to, I next, next time either Ryan's on here or we're on Ryan's podcast. I want to pose this question and I want us to like dig deep into it. And I might even like say these things before so we can at least like have some thought into it before, but what's the closest you've ever gotten to, to a beer that you can go back to time and time again. And this is not like a, the best beer you've ever had. It's like a, what is there that is consistently that you can get that has, has been the closest for you to like that beer you have in your fridge at all times. I don't want you to answer that. I think that I think, I feel like we've talked a little bit about this, but not specifically that like the caveat of like something that is made all the time. Because it's easy to have a favorite beer that you've had before, but maybe not like a like a standard something that's made all the time. So, so that's a little, uh, <laughs> I guess, a little tease of. I, I have this in my note. I, I put this in my notes so that I remember it, so that we can talk about this again. Okay. Because um, I I'm, I enjoyed that question. I don't know if you enjoyed being put on the spot. It, it we do that a lot on this podcast, but that's something I think I, I think would be would be fun. And if we ever do a like an interview kind of thing, like that's something that I think is a is a good question to ask interviewees. And I will be asking uh, the guys at uh, Marinos that whenever we uh, coordinate the time. So. Anyway, where were we at? Jackie O's. 
<laughs> did you? So let's go back to um, let's go back to that one from Masthead. So you are you familiar with Masthead? I know that you said you've had like a couple things. I've I was first exposed to them when we went to Cleveland for the first time, um, either a couple or or more years ago. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I want to get your background on them if you have any. Uh, so I've seen them at a couple of festivals and I've had a couple of their beers. And honestly, I can't say that one like stood out to me that said, oh, this is masthead, you know, and, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's mostly that I'm drunk when I'm drinking them or whatever, you know. <laughs> sure. So and that's that's the thing. It's like if. Yeah, I don't know. It, it doesn't. There needs to be in in order. There has to be a, there has to be a spectrum of breweries. They cannot all be top tier. Like there has to be some that you know are like consistent. You know, you're not gonna go like I want. Uh, welcome, Chewy, to the podcast. Yes. Chewy, how are you, girl? Yeah. So I listen. I, I don't think we've ever like. We I, this we have definitely never talked about. Or I mean, if I was like maybe blackout drunk, I might not have remembered. But. They can't all be top tier. You have to have those ones that are, you know, they're just, they're constant. They're, they're here the whole time. They might not make the best beer, but they they're someone you will go back to either for the atmosphere, for the aesthetics, for just like a consistent, like, uh, product for me. One that comes to mind is, and, and, uh, I think Jake would agree. I would say Lamplighter. So their their stuff isn't like knocked out of the park all the time, but I would say they make a consistent product and the place is so beautiful. And I just love to be there. It's like a great atmosphere. It's a good, like, you know, it's like young people, you know, just like being hip and cool. So, you know, like, are they like, are they top tier? Are they Trillium? Are they Treehouse? No, but they have a good place. They have good beer. And that's like, you know, that like, it's like, you know, it, it's always a spectrum and you got to have, in order to have these top tier places, you have to have places that are, you know, and, and you can't, you can't always find these top tier places. So you got to have these consistent places. Anyway, that's my thought. Those are my thoughts. No, I, I, I wholly agree. There's definitely something to be said about consistent product. And, and something that keeps you coming back, even though it may not be the stand in line for three hours to get it beer, right? There's a lot that goes into building a brand outside of the hype train, right? And uh, one that kind of surprised me was 11th Hour. I feel okay. Yes. So the, the, ele- let's talk about the 11th hour of it all, because I remember we need to go back. I, oh my God. When we, to, when we first one started of us talking needs to go about on like them. a complete, one of us needs to go on like a bender and just listen to all the podcasts and just like write everything that ever happened on any of them. <laughs> it's never going to um, happen. No, it's not like, no, but Jake and I, like we went and we tried them like four, like four or five times. Like, I was like, we have, like, it's such a cool place. And that's like the thing. It's like, you'll give places like that a chance because they have like a fun, like design or like, there's, you get like fit a lot of people. This is all pre COVID. So, you know, we're, we're, we're dealing with what we can deal with, but 
I just I think I liked the place so much, and it's so close to Cinderland. So it's like you do like a one-two punch. Yes, but like Cinderland's is it, it's still to me the better one. Well, <laughs> but absolutely, but they, but they they've definitely like upped their game over time. Oh God, um, yeah. And I don't know if I I don't think J- I don't think Jake's been back for a long time, and I would like to take him back to try to like not convince him that they're good or like see if he thinks they are good enough or like up to snuff with these other places that he knows of. Um, I think that would be an interesting like week whenever, whenever he could come back <laughs> to the East coast, perhaps just uh, going to places that we we, we aren't like huge fans of. I feel like that way. I feel that way about um, roundabout sometimes where I'm like, I've had good stuff from them, but I don't know how consistent they are. Or, like if they have the greatest stuff, but I like their place. Like, I think it's fun to go. It's also just good to have a like, variety. Like, you can't... You so... Can't exp- like, you can't go to the same place all the time. Like, even we... Uh, God, don't smite me for saying this, God, but even we get bored with Dancing Gnome sometimes, and you're like, okay, I want something else. Well, so the one thing I will say with Roundabout is they are consistently one of the favorites amongst brewers in Pittsburgh. And that's a big... You've said this before, and yeah, I I just I I don't know. All they're, right, so let me let me let me so, just say this. Let me let me just say sure, this. So sure. so their styles are very uh, classic, and they kind of stick to what they know, and they and they vibe on the the small time atmosphere, and they're not trying to break it big and become like a stone or victory or even like a, you know, like trogues and stuff like that. They're not trying to do that. All they're doing is putting out their product. And that's something that, that really kind of drives their business, right? Is that a lot of people show up there because you don't know what you're going to get because their tap room is always changing. And uh, like 11th hour. So I want to go back to this because they just celebrated three years this past weekend and congratulations to them, number one. But number two, congrats. congrats. Number two, graduate. honestly, graduate. I want to say that BYS might have been the best stout in Pittsburgh last year. Burn your suit is something that is very special, and I think that Eleventh Hour is finding their groove and really just powering through because they made four different variants this year. The base wow. beer, they made the base beer, they made a uh, chocolate-covered pretzel, I think is what it was. They did a peanut butter Oreo, and then another one that I cannot remember, but they did four variants of BYS. Mexican their- chocolate? No, <laughs> Mexican chocolate is, it's always Mexican chocolate. No. Um, are you, uh, let me just, uh, just real quick, and then you can get back to it. Are you getting tired of adjunct stouts? Are you getting tired of it? Will you ever get tired of it? No. Okay, that's fair enough. It. Let's get back to it. So, <laughs> so you're you're a big uh, you're a, you stand. You would say you stand. The stand of the week is burn your suit. Yes, definitely. I, I think we need to bring that back. I honestly think they found their niche with this barrel aged stout and. Which is insane because that's they don't do. Is that the only one they do? Have they done other? No, I don't they, do, they do. They do Land Beast, 
which is uh, another barrel-aged adjunct stout. And there's... I didn't like Land Beast as much, but it, it has the beginnings of a great idea. And okay. I really think that they're, they're putting their heart and soul into every beer that they make. That's good to hear. That's, that's good to hear. That's not I, a question. Are they, are they open? Are they doing like, are they doing like outdoor seating or whatever? Cause I know yeah. they have that place in the back. Yeah, they are doing outdoor seating. I think they even started indoor seating this week at 25% capacity. So it's like 20 people inside or something like that. Um, I need but to go back there. I haven't been there's, there forever. I think it's been like a year. I don't. I don't think I've been there for like a year. There's so many things that they do well, and I, I don't mean that like their double IPA is going to go up against Four Points or Insurrection or Dancing Gnome, but they're going to do a solid Dipa. They're going to do a solid IPA. They have that that jalapeno beer that blew my mind the first time I had it three years okay, ago. Listen, that like, beer is that beer is is interesting in the worst way. <laughs> and well, I do not like one. It. <laughs> you're wrong. Two, uh, I think that they do a very good job of experimenting without going far outside the norm of her styles. Okay, listen, that beer is that beer is the most bonkers shit I've ever had in my entire life. I'm not, and I will stand by that, but it's not to say I won't go back. I no, just I get won't it. get that beer again. Cause I've had it. So, but actually I honestly, sometimes I'm like, maybe I should get it again just to like, see if I'd like, you know, I get it. Oh yeah. All right. Um, so I, in yeah, summation I just, for this episode, I think we need to wrap it up here. Sure. sure. <laughs> um, there's a, uh, there's a lot of crazy, there's a lot of good stuff. There's good a lot stuff of good stuff there. happening, and there's a lot of good stuff. I happening. feel like we say this every Still. damn week, uh, but no, go to. No, there is. I mean, listen, we're just highlighting these things, and we're just wrapping up and saying that there are these good things. Go find this shit. Go. Yes. Everyone's adapting beautifully. I think that there's a lot to be said about pivoting to needing a meal with a beer, and everybody's doing a pretty good job at that. It's just better. It, it's honestly just better that way. Like so, you can at least ensure that people aren't going to be like empty stomach downing six beers, like driving home. Right. You know who, who it, I think it benefits everyone. Also these food trucks, they need business. They're amazing. I can't say I've ever been to a food truck in Pittsburgh that I was like, I want, I didn't at least like a little bit, you know, some of them are better than others, but like, if you're drinking beer and you need some food, like most of them are going to satisfy you. Yes. Fine. So shout out to uh, Luke at Blue Sparrow, um, Alberta's oh Pizza Sparrow. for last week. We didn't even. We didn't even pizza. Ta- did we talk about Blue Sparrow last year? Last week. <laughs> last year, yeah. Uh, we talked about them last year for sure. For sure. Uh, last week. No, we didn't. This um, shit is just so good. It's incredible. I can't even. Like, I, I haven't seen Sandwich Society, and honestly, at the current moment, they are my favorite food truck. And uh, you guys know how much I stand Sandwich Society. So, anyway, yes, uh, support local. Uh, support your local businesses. Support your local food trucks. Um, they are all, like, really great people from what we've seen. Um, and they make bomb-ass food that you can get with some bomb-ass local beer. So, uh, get out there. Drink some, eat some, uh, let us know if you want to come on our podcast. I'm going to start a new hashtag 
It is hashtag tip on takeout. Hashtag tip on takeout. I like that a lot. Actually, all right, that's very good. That's so very if good. you're even if you're even if you're picking up beers, tip on takeout. All right, mm. um, whatever it is, if it's a four pack, give them a couple bucks. People appreciate that. There's there's so much to be said about supporting your local businesses right now, especially. So keep it. Uh, 100 yes keep it 100 keep it cute in the comments keep it cute in comments and uh Um, tip your bartenders uh, all right (laughs) tip your bartenders uh we will catch you guys soon for another riveting episode of our podcast the weekly recap no it's nick and alex are drunk (laughs) are a little less drunk (laughs) all right Good night, everyone. Bye. Cheers. Or good morning or good afternoon. Yeah, whenever you're listening to us, just raise a glass and cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why not go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At the Weekly Recap One on Twitter, or email us at the Weekly Recap One at gmail.com. Yeah.